For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Today's episode of the Believe in Steelers podcast is brought to you by betonline.ag. And I get it's turkey week. Thanksgiving is this Thursday. And if you want to place a bet on the NFL action for the big holiday, BetOnline is the place to do it. Hey, Mark, I bet online that you're not going to have four turkeys to eat. And <laughs> Maybe not four, Ike, but give me plenty of mashed potatoes <laughs> and before we eat though you got to head to the new and updated desktop or mobile website betonline.ag to sign up today and receive your 50 percent welcome bonus with our promo code believe that's b-l-e-a-v to receive your bonus bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports all right cue the music it's time to start the show Welcome to the Believe in Steelers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm your host, Mark Bergen, joined as always by my guy, two-time Super Bowl champion and 12-year veteran of the Pittsburgh Steelers, Ike Taylor. IT recording this the Monday after the Steelers' 41-37 loss on Sunday night football to the Los Angeles Chargers. But I tell you what, despite the fact that the Steelers lost, I was very impressed with their grit, their determination, and especially considering many key players didn't play on Sunday night. Yeah, you're never happy about a loss, but I was happy about the grit that the Pittsburgh Steelers defense and that that team had fought for. I was happy about the almost, which it shouldn't be good. But at the same time, like you say, man, that's a lot of the Minkers, the Joe Hayden. There's a lot of key guys who didn't play that game. So it's a lot of young guys who's getting a lot of reps. Um, what we don't do well, we don't do well on the West Coast. For some reason, I think seven is like Big Ben is one and seven on the West Coast as a starter. So, so for some reason, Mark, we just don't sit on the West Coast right. The West Coast treat us well with the weather. But when it comes down to the winds, they don't treat us right. Yeah, Big Ben was not the issue either, despite the fact that he didn't practice all week because he was working his way back from a positive COVID-19 diagnosis. But I'm going to piggyback off what you were saying, Ike. Without uh, T.J. Watt, Joe Hayden, Minka Fitzpatrick, Tyson Alualu, Stefan Tuitt, Najee Harris got banged up, was out for part of the game as well. I mean, all of the injuries and everything considered, you claw your way back from a 17-point deficit to actually take the lead in the fourth quarter. Ike, I was shocked when it was tied. I was shocked when they took a lead, and I would have liked to see the Steelers hang on, obviously, but I was encouraged by their efforts. And it was a team effort. It was never say die. It was a gutty performance. And I tell you what, if this is a preview of a potential playoff matchup in the future, sign me up. Yeah, it's, this gonna this going to take some gut and some grit. Coming from the Pittsburgh Steelers, man, they're going to have to uh, they're gonna have to be fully loaded. You know, the Mink is going to have to come back. Joe is going to have to come back. TJ going to have to come back. Aloha ain't going to be able to come back to next year. But uh, once this team, and to it, possibly is coming back in a couple of weeks. So once this team is, like, at its full strength, it's going to like a different a different defense. And this defense is already looking good. But it's going to be it's gonna be fully loaded when it comes back to it. I just, I just, 
I just for that fight, because I was looking at some of the stats, I think losing by 17 plus 17 in the fourth quarter, I think it was like old and 200 something. That was the stat. So um, I'm like, damn, man, they can pull this out, man. They can be they can be the first day as the Pittsburgh Steelers. They can be the first to smash this stack. And it didn't happen. Uh, we came up short. But for the most part, man, you know, Coach T always look at it like next man up. So, and that's and that's what it's looking like to this point. You know, these young guys, um, it's, it's some good stories on the Pittsburgh Steelers defense. And I'm talking about a lot of young guys in the secondary. Um, if you look at Highsmith, Highsmith is kind of coming into his own. You know what I'm saying? So it's 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 a good and a bad thing. I'm happy and I'm sad today. If I can be both, uh, Mark. But I'm I'm happy with what I saw from the Pittsburgh Steelers and the young guys who coming around. I'm pissed off like a mother because we lost. I got the stat for you, Ike. The Steelers owe in 231 when trailing by 17 plus points in the fourth quarter. Very nearly erased that, Ike. But I'll tell you what, I hope that you have Austin Eckler on your fantasy football team because he absolutely went off for the Chargers. Bruh, I think I think he got what, what do you got? 13 touchdowns total for this year? I think he lead, I think he leading the league in touchdowns. When I saw the stat, he had eleven at the time. When uh-huh. I saw that, I'm like, ooh, Mighty Mouse really showing up. Like Mighty Mouse got a nose mm-hmm. for that end zone. So and I saw Mighty Mouse, Mighty Mouse put two more on the Pittsburgh Steelers defense, you know. So that put him at 13. So I'm like, man, if he on anybody fantasy, which I didn't have on have him on none of my fantasy. If he on anybody fantasy, man, he 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 racking up points for him. But um he's a he's a he can do it all, man. He can catch out the backfield. He can run the ball. He's short. He's compact. You really can't see him until he breaks away from the offensive lineman. He got he got moves. He, he's shifty. He's crafty. He just does it all. You know what I'm saying? So, and, and they're learning. They're as in the L.A. Chargers. They're learning how to lean on the running game when they want to close some games out. So, but Justin Herbert, bro. Mark, I'm going to tell you, man. Justin Get out of my brain, Ike. Get out of my brain. That was where I was going next. Go ahead. Bro, Justin Herbert, the arm talent, the composure, how calm he is. And they was doing some some replays, and I saw him scanning the field. I'm like, man, this dude here, man, something serious, man. This dude something serious, man. He got everything you're looking for 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 a franchise quarterback. He's going to get paid. Close to three hundred million, guarantee you, guarantee you. But you're talking about a bright future, not only for the NFL but for the LA Chargers. If you just see how this man be slanging, I'm talking about he threw a dart and he double pumped twice. And usually when you double pump, man, that thing usually coming across. It's live, man. There's not enough, you know, beam on that ball. Man, I saw him throw that dart to Keenan Allen. He double pumped and threw it on the second motion without even trying. I said, Lord have mercy. I said, this dude was built to play quarterback in the NFL. You know what I'm saying? So it's just some things I like watch like that. But uh, but yeah, man, I'm I'm happy and I'm sad today. But Justin Herbert, man, just looking at Justin Herbert and looking at his stride, and he definitely have. Did he have 100 yards rushing? Yeah, close to uh, close to it. He had 90 yards rushing on nine carries, so 10 yards a pop as well. He's got legs too, Ike. Man, that young man, that young man, special man. He 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 the real deal. He Justin Herbert is the real deal. He's the real deal for sure.
And he was able to put it away for the Chargers, finding Mike Williams down the field on what was a blown coverage for the Steelers. Like there was one other play I want to talk about before we get into uh-huh. the Taylor Talk segment. And we almost I almost chose this for the for the Taylor Talk segment today was the long pass that Big Ben had in the first half to chase Claypool. It was in the second quarter. It was a thirty seven yard mm-hmm. game, but it should have been a touchdown. Now Chargers were coming with the blitz. I'm very impressed with Najee Harris and his ability to pick up blitzes and he picked up the blitz from kaiser white from the chargers able to help big ben get the throw uh get the throw away otherwise big ben would have been absolutely smoked i'm okay with the steelers going for it on fourth down in the red zone i know a lot of people said oh they should have taken the field goal take the points because everyone wants the monday morning quarterback if the steelers and the offense decide to take the points in the first half the the easy three they say, well, why didn't we go for it on fourth down? So I'm not going to criticize that decision. I would have liked to see Big Ben hit Chase Claypool in stride. I think the Steelers had the opportunity to score six there. And then if they were able to convert on the four downs, they had it in the red zone down in a goal line situation. They were unable to. But I thought that was a, a key moment in the Sunday night football game. Now, nah, if you're a rookie and you're on the offensive side, and we talk about this after the draft and what Coach T said, so Coach Town was like, yeah, we all know Pat Fairmouth. We all know what he can do, but can he block? And training count. That was the first thing Coach T said. And it's the same thing for a running back. Yeah, we we know Najee Harris' talent. We know exactly what he can do. Mm-hmm. We know what he's going to bring us to the table when the ball is in his hands, but when the ball is not in his hands, can he block? Can he scan the field? Can he pick up blisters? And that's exactly what he's been doing consistently. You don't be a, a three-down back and not, and not able to block for the Pittsburgh Steelers on the passing plays. That's exactly what Najee is. Najee is a three-down player because he's able to scan and pick up the blitz as a rookie and stay on the field all three downs. That's a good eye, Mark. Yes, if you want to be a three-down running back in the league, you got to be able to do it all. Blocking is a part of that. Now, before this turns into the Cam mm-hmm. Hayward Appreciation Show here on the Believe It's Steelers podcast, I got to give a shout-out to Miles Killebrew, second punt block of the season, first Steelers player to have multiple punts blocked in the same season since Harry Newsom in 1988. The punt block got the Steelers back into the game last night, Ike. Yeah, Miles killed that brew, you know. Did y'all get that? Miles killed that brew. Yeah, especially after you're taking a slurp of whatever it is that you got over there, Ike. You feel me? So yeah. Miles, Miles Killebrew, man, that's exactly that's exactly what he's doing, man. When you when you gotta be good at something and you're not able to get on the field full time right now, you, you gotta be good at that. And that's what he's been doing. Um so shout out to Miles Killebrew, man. Um I saw him had had big, 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 big smile on the sideline. You know, got a lot of TV play. At the same time, but God dang it, Miles, stop stumbling. Don't pull your hamstring. If you just go on and scope, we would have had some time on the clock to come back for the mm. Pittsburgh Steelers. Come on, Miles. Bro. <laughs> well, I know Danny Smith, the special teams coordinator for the Steelers, was very happy. And then uh, the Steelers, look, they're able to punch it in. We get Air Najee back in Sunday night, too. The best Najee is Air Najee, Ike. Right. No, 100%. Oh, yeah. Also, a big shout-out to Coach Danny. Coach Danny, all he do is chew gum. When you see that big wide, he got about 17 uh, gums in his mouth. And uh, he always used to tell me what, for the uh, right before the game at the hotel, he was like, I, 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 come take a walk. 
And we'll go take a walk after dinner in the meetings at the hotel, man. And he'll give me like a, a boatload of gum. You know, I'm talking about the dad with a Christmas gift. So Coach Dana, man, he funny. He funny as hell, man. Quiet guy. And for some reason, man, them, them special team coaches, they don't like or they don't want headsets. They want to be in tune to the game for some reason. Yeah, I, I could I could ask you about this for the rest of the rest of the show. I could really tell sundown, but we're gonna get to Taylor talk in this yep. footage, courtesy of NFL Game Pass. This is now the Cam Hayward Appreciation Show. And we start with the first play of Cam Hayward running down the field, lumbering down and chasing down Chargers quarterback Justin Herbert. Ike, what'd you see on this play? So we've already seen a few times that Justin Herbert has scrambling skills. Um, I think you mentioned it earlier, he went nine for nine, uh, nine carries, nine yards. But look, if you just pause it right here, usually guys who 300 plus pounds, they don't run this far down the field. <clears throat> Excuse me. But since Cam has stepped into the league, since I've been a teammate of Cam, Cam has done this, but he does this in practice. He hustles to the screen plays. He runs and he tries to chase receivers. And he knows that play can determine whether you win or lose. Now, the Pittsburgh Steelers obviously lost this game. But this this stopped them from actually scoring at this particular point in time. But if we can run, I just want you all to understand, I love this play because Coach LeBeau talked about this. Big man running, little man hitting, 40 yards down the field. Look at Cam. Bang! 40 yards down the field, Mark. Man ran 40 yards down the field, 300-something pounds plus. Only time he ran that far, only time a lot of guys ran that far was for the 40 for the combine. And that was years ago. But this is what he do day in and day out. The man hustles day in and day out. The reason why they kept putting a star behind this man every time the Pittsburgh Steelers defense was talking about because this is what he do relentlessly. And I love Cam for this. But, yeah, we ain't going to talk about what happened now. I'm going to let you talk about that because you be trying to be messy. Oh, so this is the good cop, bad cop routine, Ike. I see what you're doing there. I'll get to there in just a second. Cam Hayward traveling nearly 50 yards down the field, the second most traveled distance by a defensive tackle league-wide this year. So you're spot on, Ike, when you say a defensive tackle's not running that, that long unless he's at the combine or at his pro day. I'm with you there. One thing I would avoid if I'm Cam hey, Hayward Cam, in this situation, Cam. and I understand he's frustrated fourth quarter down multiple scores, try to avoid the personal foul in the same situation. And I'll tell you what, too, right. it was no surprise that on the very next play, the Chargers target Hayward and run the ball right at him with a combo block because he had just run down the field 50 yards to chase Herbert down, and he's exhausted. Good strategy by the Chargers and their offensive unit to target Hayward on the next play because if not for Cam Hayward chasing down Herbert, you're talking about seven points, and that could potentially be the difference. Maybe not in this scenario, maybe not on this play, but in future weeks could be the difference between winning and losing, Ike. You're spot on there. Yeah, Cam, this is what, this is what he do, bro. This is what Cam, you know, that's 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 all I know from Cam is hustle. You know, that's quietly Cam has been not one of the highest paid defensive linemen in the league, and I'm sure he's about to get paid again. This is This is one of the reasons why. You know, his passion, his love for football is, is, is that right there. You can't coach that. You, you can coach a guy. You can coach a defensive lineman in, in practice to run for 10 yards. Hey, give me a 10-yard burst. That's what they used to say. Give us a 10-yard burst. Not nah, hell. Cam giving you 40, 50 yards. But then it turns down. It just becomes a muscle memory. And it just turns down. And that's what he does in the game all the time. The Cam Hayward Appreciation Tour continues on the Believe in Steelers podcast. Right. We've got a second clip, Ike. All right. so again, courtesy of NFL Game Pass, this was the Cam to Cam connection. 
in the fourth quarter, Cam Hayward tips a Justin Herbert pass, and who comes down with it? Cam Sutton. Ike, we'll let this play roll, and uh, just what you saw uh, from your eyes on this play. Yeah, we can just let this play roll right quick, but we're going we're gonna to pause when we need to pause it. It's a cam-to-cam cam moment. So it's like, dang, Pittsburgh Steelers, y'all got two cams on the team? Yes, the Pittsburgh Steelers does have two cams on the team. And then one play, two of the cams made a good play. But we're going to pause when we need to right here. But, yeah, this was a crucial moment. The Pittsburgh Steelers needed a play. And I'm sure you felt that way in your head, Mark, when you was watching, because I was feeling that in my head when I was watching. The Pittsburgh Steelers need a play. But not only do we talk about Cam, when we talked about Cam, can we pause it, when he jumps, not only do we talk about Cam when he's running 50 yards down the field because all he knows is hustle, but we talk about Cam because we didn't know a big guy can jump this high. And when I'm looking at this 45-inch vertical Cam coming at the right time, tipping the ball, and can we let this play run for me, Miss Courtney, please? Man, look at it. Look at the height on that thing. Look how high this young man, 97, got up. 17 feet in the air and hit. You know what? I'm going to throw you an alley, Cam. So it goes to the Cam to Cam. See, we're talking football, but now we're going to talk basketball. I'm going to throw you an alley. I'm, it's going to be off the backboard, and you need to come up and you need to dunk it. And here go Cam Sutton coming out of nowhere, man, jumping 57 feet up off the ground, diving for the football. But look, here's the crazy thing about it. A lot of people don't know how to fall. So usually when you fall, man, everybody try to brace themselves, you know, with their hands, sometimes with their shoulders, sometimes they just fall face first. But when you fall, man, especially if you're falling down from a long way, you're supposed to roll. Look at the athleticism and the instincts of Cam Sutton when he catches this interception from his homeboy, Cam, because he threw him the alley. Look at this roll right here. This is a Boy Scout roll right here. Y'all forgot I, uh, I was a Boy Scout. <laughs> Oh, my honor, I would do my best to do my duty to God and my country. See, I ain't playing with y'all. <laughs> hey, hey, but that but that came at a, a particular, a, a very crucial moment for the Pittsburgh Steelers. They sparked them. They wind up scoring on this drive. They put them back into uh, into the lead to the last drive of the, uh, of the game, which was a blown coverage. But, yeah, man, Cam to Cam. Um, shout out to Cam. We're going to always give Cam props. I'm talking about Cam Hayward. We're going to always give Cam props because – I feel like he deserved it. He's definitely a, a first ballot Hall of Famer. If anybody wanted to dispute that, we definitely can 24-7. But, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm super sad that Pittsburgh still is lost. But um, I'm happy that we got a cam-to-cam moment. Um, hopefully the Pittsburgh still can try to get back and play off contention. This is a tight race, so this is going to be week-to-week, Mark. I don't know if he was looking at the records, whether it was the AFC West, mm-hmm. AFC North or South, but – um. Man, well, I was checking. I was checking out the records. Them five and fours. Them six and fours. Them five and fours. Them six and fours. It's gonna be week to week. So whoever losing, whoever whoever gonna have that win the last three weeks or last four weeks of the season, man, they're gonna wind up sneaking in. But right now, man, ain't nobody really pulling off from the AFC. I'm with you in terms of the AFC race, Ike. To put a bow on our Cam Hayward appreciation, six batted down passes. That is a career high for him. Tied for second most in the league. Sign me up for more Cam to Cam collaborations, Ike. I want to see remixes here in future weeks as we're now on the back half of the 2021 Okay. Season. Okay. I hear you, Marky Mark. I can dig that. I can dig that. Yes, sir. You mentioned the standings right now. Other mm-hmm. observations I had from NFL Week 11. 
I, I tell you what, okay, look across the division. Lamar Jackson did not play, and the Ravens able to get it done against Chicago with a backup right. quarterback. The Browns right. have a problem at their quarterback position right now because you could point to Baker Mayfield and not playing well. He's not healthy right now. He, right. He's messed up. So right. who, who's left of the division, Ike? Who's left? Uh, I, I like – I look, even despite a loss, like this is probably the best I've felt – following a loss this season Correct. for the Steelers. Correct. Yeah, I feel the same way. You know, right now, you know, even 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 though the Baltimore Ravens, they have a good record right now, it's it's kind of, man, they've been they've been barely, barely. You know, they've been winning some tight overtime games. Lamar has taken his Superman cape out a few times to win those ball games. Justin took Justin Tucker took his cape out one time to win against Detroit. So you know what I'm saying? So they They've been sliding by. Uh, Pittsburgh been very inconsistent, but you can see their defense coming along and they starting to run the ball. Uh, Cincinnati has been inconsistent. And the Browns, of course, they just depended on Baker Mayfield. So it's whatever Baker Mayfield do week to week. So, But right now, man, I'm, I'm liking the Pittsburgh Steelers. They lost a tight one on the West Coast. And I, and I like that comeback chance that they had. They didn't close it out, but they had a chance. They gave themselves a chance. So I'm, I'm liking Pittsburgh in this division. It's just now they have a tougher schedule. I, I was looking at the thing. Now, from this point on, they have a tougher schedule. The NFL is not going to be easy. But knowing Coach T and their staff, man, that's exactly what they want. They don't want nothing easy. Ike, I'll take a Kate men's medium. You can address that to me in Sarasota, Florida, where I live. So I'll take one. I got you, Boca. That's what I will. I will. tell you what, uh, a few other observations I had. James uh, Connor for the Arizona Cardinals is having heck of a season. Scored us out of 12th Rushing touchdown. He's got 13 on the season. The Cardinals are nine and two. They've been playing without Kyler Murray. He's had a really, really nice redemption season. This doesn't take away from the fact that I do think the Steelers needed to bring in Najee Harris, but I wanted to recognize the former Steeler on today's show. He's having a terrific season. Yeah, he got a he got a nose for the end zone. That's what the hell he doing. That's what the hell he doing this year. And and I'm I'm just super happy for Jay. Like Jay just. Everything James have overcame, you know what I'm saying? I'm just – because last year, he, well, the last two years, he's been injury prone, you know, dealing with the Pittsburgh Steelers the past two years. But, man, this offseason, um, his body has you, – you can just tell his body is able to take the beat. He's holding on to the ball, and he just got a knack in the nose for the end zone this year. You know, I guess he's up there with your boy Austin, with, you know, with the most touchdowns for running backs, 13 to 13. So – that's a cool little two-piece, but shout out to James Conner. Um, once you're a Steeler, you're always a Steeler, regardless of whether you go. So glad a young man is having a good season. few other observations I had, Ike. Jamison Williams and John Mechie at Alabama are next in line. We're going to be talking about them as we get closer to the April 2022 NFL draft. I'm telling you right now, like we have saw with Henry Ruggs and Jerry Judy, uh, Devontae Smith, Jalen Waddell, these are next in line. I watched some college football this weekend. So you're talking about the potentially six Alabama receivers drafted in the first round in the span of three years. You want to talk about a loaded position group. I, I'm watching this game this weekend, and it just clicked with me, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, those are the next two. It, it is a pipeline. It is a factory at Bama and the receiver position. Uh, that was another thing that I noticed. Well, I'm gonna go on the fall back because I'm gonna let that be your segment, and that segment, that segment is gonna be called "Next in Line" uh, <laughs> from Mark Berger. <laughs> so we got a lot to talk about in the off season. Well, Miss Corden, make sure we get get this segment for 
for Marky Mark, man, next in line since he came up with it. I love the slogan, bro. You ain't even know it was a slogan, but it's a slogan. Next, I appreciate you, Ike. You're taking care of me. I got you, bro. Few other things. Urban Meyer. I think you're going to hear more and more rumors now that Dan Mullen is out at the University of Florida. Could Urban Meyer leave the Jags to go back and coach in Gainesville? You're going to hear this ramping up. If not today, later this week, I, I can assure you this. A few other things, too. I thought Jalen Hurts looked good for the Eagles. The Chiefs have now won four games in a row. The defense has righted the ship. Chris Jones back playing on the interior, three and a half sacks, two tackles for loss he had. Three quarterbacks hit and a tipped pass that led to an interception. So Chiefs have been a lot better in the coming weeks, and I got to credit their defense as well. And then one other thing, too, and I heard Tony Dungy mention this on Sunday Night Football last night, mm -hmm. too. The Tennessee Titans, with the best record in the AFC right now, four interceptions for Ryan Tannehill. He made the analogy, Tony Dungy did, saying that playing the Titans is like back in the day when you'd play the Houston Oilers without Earl Campbell, the Titans obviously without Derrick Henry, and we'll see how they fare throughout the duration of the season. But like you said, Ike, this AFC race right now is wide open. Wide, wide open, man. We talking about we talking about we out the country and there's no speeding, <laughs> there's no speeding lane, there's no speeding, there's no cops on the road. It's just like all go. Mad Max. Right now, right now the AFC is Mad Max. <laughs> it's what's, what's going on in the AFC right now. So I can't I can't wait to see it. Like I say, it's gonna be week to week, and I'm sure Cortez is gonna be stressing why these games are so important because these are the records. So everybody got life in the AFC. You know, they 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 bringing in another, they bringing in another team. So it's gonna be seven teams. Um only one team gonna sit at the top for, for the number one seed. But yeah, right now, man, it's gonna be a mad max kind of issue with the Pittsburgh Steelers and everybody else who's not at the top of their division. I'm gonna have to rewatch that movie now, Ike. I know the the one of my Tom Tom Hardy, the the new one. Remember back in the day, though, with Mel Gibson, they had the whole Thunderdome, too. No, back in the day with Grace Jones. She was on the first, man. Bro, I'm an old head come down to these movies. Was but, it, man, this is Tina Turner and one of Tina Turner was in one of those, too. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I think it was Tina Turner. Grace Jones was in the old James Bond. Okay, well, listen, I just saw the new James Bond movie, too, so I can understand why it's on the brain. If you haven't seen No Time to Die, do yourself a favor. Go see that in theaters. Fire. It's fantastic. Fire. 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 But I thought, man, we getting off script, man. We about to have too much fun. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Uh, I'll get us back on track, Doc. I'll get us back on track. We Later this week, we're going to have a full preview of the Steelers' Week 12 matchup between mm -hmm. the Bengals. But before we sign off here, too, Ike, uh, mm -hmm. I want to give you a shout out and wish you, your family, a happy Thanksgiving. I've got to ask, we each get one dish that you can pick, one Thanksgiving dish. Ike Seafood Taylor, I'll give you first choice. What are you picking? Seafood gumbo. No hesitation. And I'm assuming that's your mom's gumbo tomorrow. too. Yeah. yeah, my mom come down tomorrow. She come, the house going to smell like New Orleans food. That's, she come down tomorrow. She will land at 12. I would be there at 11:59. She will be cooking by 12:37. Guarantee. I'm gonna have. I'm everything gonna be laid out for. Her. All she do is put an apron on. Ike, I yeah. think we've got you back now. We've got the gumbo. We've got the apron on. Please continue. I'm, I, my mouth is watering. 
Man, I'm telling you, she every time she cooking the food, man, I'm picking at some food. She's like, boy, get out of my kitchen, boy. And I'm like, yes, ma'am. And I come right behind her again. I pick something up. And she's like, get out of my kitchen. But like, yes, ma'am. And every time she'll turn her body to, to fix something else, I just keep picking at the food. So yeah, I can't wait till my mom come down, man. It's going to be good. All my nieces and nephews, they're going to shoot down here. So it's going to be fun tomorrow. But yeah, she can get down. She get down tomorrow. By 12, I'm telling you, 1237, she's going to be in the kitchen cooking. I love that, Ike. Well, please wish your family a happy Thanksgiving. Uh, I will be in Kansas City with my family. Really looking forward to that, Ike. And I tell you what, save some mashed potatoes for me and then save me a slice of pumpkin pie with some whipped cream on top so I can take my annual annual Mark Bergen Thanksgiving post-turkey nap. It is an annual tradition in the Bergen household. Hey, Mark, just slide down this way, bro. You ain't too far. Just slide down to the O. Bring the fam, man. We're going to have enough food for five families. I'm trying to told you. Uh, but nah, uh, happy Thanksgiving to the Believe It's Still a Podcast uh, family. Happy Thanksgiving to Brinks TV, Miss Courtney, your team. Um, happy Thanksgiving to my dog, Mark, and the Bergens and their family. Um, want to thank everybody for tuning in and listening, for listening to this Believe It's Still a Podcast. For sure, want to thank everyone at Tell everybody happy Thanksgiving, happy holidays. Right now, it's like one of my favorite times of the year, probably because my I see my whole family and my son loves seeing his cousin. So we all be in one one house all the time for at least ten days. So I'm, I'm glad to see that. But yeah, man, I just appreciate all y'all. Miss um, Courtney, I appreciate you, you and your squad. Um, Bet online, I appreciate y'all for just continually showing love to Mark and I, supporting Mark and I on this Believe and Stillers podcast. Mark, I truly appreciate you, bro, for uh, being patient, working with me, blase, blase, the whole nine, the whole nine, the whole nine. So, yeah, getting back to what we were saying, I got the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, beefing it up on the Cincinnati Bengals, but we'll talk about that later on in the week. Is that cool with you, Mark? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So we'll record that on Wednesday, and that episode will be out on Friday for the listeners and the viewers. So we're going to take care of you. Don't worry. But, again, thank you. Uh, to you, Ike, to the folks over at the Believe Podcast Network, Brinks TV, Bet Online for today's show. And happy Thanksgiving to everyone out there as well. I'll go ahead and sign off for the both of us here. For Ike Taylor, I'm Mark Bergen. Thank you for listening to the Believe in Steelers podcast. We will see you on Friday. Take care. Have a happy Thanksgiving. And so long, everyone. Peace. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. 